Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. What's up? What's up? Hey guys, how's it going? Back. Locals only. Here we go. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. <laughs> we kind of got out of our groove for a little bit. Just a little bit. We lost our groove. Yeah. You know how that works, right? Didn't lose our mojo. We just lost our groove. <laughs> Don't confuse the two. Yeah, we went on vacation with our kids and then it took... A second for us to get back to ourselves. <laughs> yes, it's the most freaking exhausting vacation of all time. That's why. Yeah. Well, if you're a parent exactly and you've ever been on vacation with your kids, you know that you need a vacation from your vacation. So, yeah. It's True been story. A while. But we just took our kids to Disneyland. Yeah. Super exhausting, but. Disneyland? Fun. Yeah. And? And Disney. Or wait, what's it called? <laughs> That's it, Brandon. That's no, all it's was. not all it was. It was not <laughs> even close. I had a lot of. We went on a ten-day friggin' exhausting road trip. We did Disneyland, California Adventure. Went to San Diego, SeaWorld, um, Vegas. A couple days there. Yeah, there was zero rest. Yeah, one of our kids, our oldest kid, is actually graduating this year, so wanted to do something a little special for him and made a huge road trip happen, which was exhausting, but he is lying if he says that he didn't have any fun. It was a tad bit fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was so much fun, it hurt. So, um, in spirit of that, I don't really know how I'm going to lead into this, but in spirit of that, we're going to, we're going to drink to this. And so as we, yeah. as we have our shot, you're going to like, you're going to subscribe, you're going to do all those things, That's right. hit the no, notification bell so that like four weeks down the road when we come back <laughs> and we're like, it's been a long time because we did, did this shit. Hey, you'll see when the, we're going to get our mojo comes. back. Babe. Well, we, we didn't lose our, we didn't lose our uh, mojo. I lied. Yeah. We lost our, our know, groove. Our groove. Yeah, we already <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. See, again. we're all messed up. All right. Ooh. So, um, yeah, that was a little short synopsis of what we've been up to. Now, Sri came came up with this subject for tonight, so I'm just well, going to let her first, lead first, this one off. Wait, I want to say, like, I got uh, I got to ride a new bike today. True story. And I kind of like it. It was a good ride. Yeah? Just say, yeah, I kind of liked it. Yeah, so I had, let's see. Shree had another bike, motorcycle, not bicycle. Um that I had bought and then it was a half done project that I bought and I finished over the winter a couple years ago. Um, she'd been riding that. We sold that one um, and then she was gonna ride my old bike because I got another bike. But then when I got that bike, I found another bike I felt like I had to have. He's never ever going to stop finding bikes. <laughs> so, <laughs> for all you ladies out there gonna... who have husband that like to ride motorcycles, 
and they keep adding bikes, they probably won't start selling their bikes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to sell, I was going to let her choose my old bike or the second new bike I get, or the first new bike I got. Anyways, so she decided she wanted, and I think it makes more sense for her to ride it. Um, the second, the first new bike I got, not the last one I got. But I also don't have the heart to sell my old bike because there's serious sentimental value there. So oh, it's a pretty sexy bike. We're just gonna keep all three of them. <laughs> yeah. Nice choice. Way to settle on three yeah. instead of two. Yeah. So we're we're gonna keep all three of them. So she got to ride a. Um, t tonight I kind of like had to change a couple things and make it fit her better, set it up, and uh, she went for a little cruise. So. Hopefully yeah. this weekend we can find some time to break away. We got a busy ass weekend coming up though. Um, Always. That's why we've kind of been out of our group. A little yeah. Bit too. We've been super busy, but. Yeah, we got a b bunch of stuff we got to do, but it'll be fun. We got uh, got some club stuff um, with my motorcycle club going on. We got our friend's fortieth birthday. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be epic. It is awesome. And <laughs> since we're not going to air this before the birthday, I guess we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, there may be a before and after talk about. I don't know. Yeah, yeah there there might be an <laughs> after one. Some pictures. If show. we maybe remember maybe it, we'll see. You. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the theme of it is uh, he's a big Britney Spears fan. <laughs> At least was back in the day. I mean, let's let's be real. Every boy, whether they want to admit it, from that time was a Britney Spears fan. We may not have liked her music, but let's be real, she was super easy on the eyeballs. And even for girls, honestly, most girls won't admit it because she's kind of a shit show these days. She's one of those ones that nobody wants to admit they like, but they sell out <laughs> stadiums, right? Kind, yeah, kind of like Nickelback, wants right? To see it, yeah, right? yeah, like Nickelback. No, yeah. no one will admit that they like that band, but they sell out stadium after stadium still till this day. So. But you she was a badass performer, even though maybe she lip synced a few times. I remember. Maybe all the time. I remember I when I came but... home from the Philippines because I we talked about this before. I served a Mormon mission there, and in the Philippines, I didn't. We didn't watch TV or anything like that. We weren't up on all the news. Um, we weren't up on all the new cool stuff. And I came home and I turned on TV for the first time in two years, and hit me. Baby, one more time was on, and I'm like, "Who the hell is After that your girl?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, she she that was so hot. Hilarious. It blew me away. I'm like, that "Who was a is that?" Your mission. No, it was while was it? it was while I was out. Well, yeah, while well, I had never seen yeah. seen her before. That's so funny. I do remember the first time I laid eyes on Brittany, and she did look good. Um, oh yeah, didn't she like insure insure her ass or something? Like she was got, that Brittany? I think it was. I don't remember that. I know some. Someone I remember did. it was like a big deal because people didn't really do that back in the day. But how? Like, what I happens feel, in I that? Feel like it was somebody with a real, like, a famous ass, like J Lo or some. I think like she ended up doing it we, too. We but... probably shouldn't be like saying this if we don't know who it is. Eh, who cares? We only have like six people. If that you if you insure your ass and then you get fat and it's your fault, does does that count? I just don't even know how that works. What happens if you, what, what do you get from insuring your ass? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I don't know what it I means. I have no idea. But I remember back in the day it was a big deal. I remember I, it was like, 
She insured her ass. I remember I heard that too, but let's be real. We heard lots of things that may or may not have been true. factual. Oh, right? I will say J-Lo still got a nice... J-Lo's got everything going on still. So yeah. we just she's watched... She's older than me. Yeah, we just watched a movie by like a long ways, by like a decade yeah. or more. And she still got it. Yeah. Hot. I hit it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Is she on your list? <laughs> sure, she's on every man, man's list. Um, we're getting way off topic. Oh, so because it's the Britney Spears theme, everybody's supposed to dress up as their favorite, like Britney Spears, like from yeah. a certain video or a certain t- time frame. So I happen to still follow Br- Britney on Instagram, and Britney is she is uh not the same as she used to be and she's kind of gone a little bit cuckoo so i follow i follow her instagram out of pure morbid curiosity can you do some of her little dances for us right now oh my gosh no i'm not going to (laughs) um i might need more to drink before i do that but But i will see you this weekend yeah yeah, you're going to i'm sure of it so Sheree is going to dress as the younger, cuter Brittany, and I'm going to dress as the 40-something-year-old Brittany. Um, but our friends are pretty badass, and they all dress up, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's going to be fun. It, you know what's funny is I saw this meme one time, and it said something like, why do white people always have to dress up for their parties? <laughs> and it was this black guy, right? Uh-huh. And I just have to say, you know what? How fun is it to like be a different person for a day? You're gonna get to be like crazy Britney for a day. Are you gonna feel good about that? It's gonna be fun. I don't know if I'll feel great about <laughs> it, but my our friend will Jeff will enjoy it. So <laughs> I think it's gonna be awesome. That's all I think that counts. The guys are gonna look way better than the girls. Jeff Same. showed up one time. We had a Christmas party. And uh, we were supposed to dress as our favorite Christmas movie. No, actually, this was for your birthday. Well, oh, was it was your yeah, birthday? Yeah, it was. You're right. And uh, my favorite Christmas movie is um, Christmas Vacation. So he shows up as Cousin Eddie with the leopard print bikini bottom on with his Speedo the bikini, Speedo, yeah. yeah, not bikini. Sp- Speedo on <laughs> with his wife Peter tucked into his Speedo where, wearing his uh, flippers yep. and the whole thing and it was rad. It was awesome. So, so. Brandon has to show up for I'm, him I'm going to show up. So, and it's his 40th. And so. I'm, I'm going to break it down just like Brittany does on Instagram. <laughs> day after day awesome. after day. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be great. So speaking Sometimes of, we like to get a little crazy. Maybe that's not so crazy, but it's a little weird. Some of you are like, that's not crazy. That's just weird. <laughs> Anyways. I like it. You know, his crazy magic so is my crazy. I am going to dress in, in drag, I guess, this weekend. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. It's going to be super sexy um, with your beard. Yeah. But... Uh, Anyways, I was going to go someplace else, but I'm not going to. So, um, You're just going to go somewhere and leave me? Here. No, I was going to go off on a tangent of 2023 nonsense, but I'm going to choose uh, not to this time. Okay. So okay. that can be a subject for another day. Okay. Anyways. Um, Should we get into our so, topic? Yeah, we're talk- so far we've covered motorcycles and cross-dressing and... Uh, Britney Spears. Britney Spears, yeah. Okay, Those so are some important topics. Okay, so what's up? What do we want to discuss, Sheree? So I thought it would be fun. Oh wait, pause, pause, pause. 
We didn't show off the new nefarious oh, yeah. swag. Check this one out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this one's cool. So I like it. Um, these are ones that so we made up like four different shirts. Um, you guys saw one before, but I don't think this is the one I wore that day. No, I wore the the motorcycle one. That well, they're all motorcycle <laughs> ones. The one with the bike and you on it. Yeah. With the yeah. I think so. Anyways, um. So we're kind of, we're redesigning, we're fixing the logo right now. So these are sort of like testing. Prototypes. Um, prototypes, yeah. So I'm just kind of like wearing them around and actually I'm getting a bunch of people saying, hey, those shirts are dope. Well, what are they? You know, I'm like, oh, it's my new brand. So um, hopefully one day soon they will uh, hit the market and be available to purchase. So Yeah, hopefully really soon we're getting pretty close to getting some actual finished products so i'm pretty excited about that yeah and we're gonna be able to show some of the fun that we get to have on our bikes and just you know some of the artwork actually i love art brandon loves art and it's kind of a passion that we have together so it's kind of what we decided to do is have some fun with it so hells yes I'm pretty excited about it okay now we can move on <laughs> okay we pl plugged our new t-shirt business yeah yeah okay what's up so what's the topic so i thought it'd be fun to talk about the fact that how girls are more attracted to bad boys and why that happens and um or the kind of the stigma of bad boy right because i think people think bad boys being a certain type of person but i don't think it's exactly always what you think when you see a certain guy and no. look a certain way but why does that happen what are your thoughts on this Brandon? <laughs> you're the girl here you're, well, you're wanna, the expert i want to know your thoughts and then i'll tell you my thoughts okay well this is some <laughs> this is something i learned long long ago um how old were you when i learned this mm -hmm. oh man high school time so okay. there were a couple girls that i was like really into and we were really good friends. In fact, I would say we were like best friends. Um, one, one especially, hung out every single day. I was super into her. Um, and she always would tell me she loved me, but like a brother, right? You know, blah, 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 right? And then she would date these assholes. And, and then she would say dumb shit like, and every dude out there has heard this. All, all you guys out there, besides the guys that were like bad boys right from the start, you know, you figured out the game before we did but most of you guys have heard this oh i just i just wish i could find a nice guy like you and you're like well i'm fucking right here bitch right you know <laughs> um so it was, it, had i said that she might have actually liked me more right she probably would have but i was like <laughs> but like oh someday you will you know and i was being like nice and blah 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 right in, in the inside i was th thinking that though right so um and I would hear things like, oh, you're so sweet, you're such a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. And my mom would be like, someday you're going to find some girl that loves you for you. And I'm like, right, you know. Anyways, um, I went through that bullshit for a long time. And this, this girl that I was like head, head over heels in love with broke my heart. And she actually like hooked up with one of, one of my best friends. Um, but yeah, I, I learned at a young age that it did not pay to be... A nice guy when did that actually hit you was it during the whole thing or was it after 
towards the end of it. Um, now, at first, when I first met her, I was not in shape. I was a little bit chubby. Now I stuttered. I was I stuttered way worse back then. I was super shy, this and that. So there were lots of things that came into play. But you can ask any dude, dude out there. You don't have to stutter or be super shy to experience the girls liking bad boys instead of you game, right? Um, but um, at some point in time, I got in really good shape. I lost all my weight. And I started to get a little bit buff and wearing tight shirts so I could show off and look good and all this stuff. Um, but then it actually like sort of hit me. I moved out of state. So I left California. I moved to Utah and nobody here knew me. And I just simply reinvented myself. Mm -hmm. That was it. And I learned really quick that presenting myself differently right off the bat did, did the trick. Um, so, I mean, maybe, maybe you could say like that was like faking it until you make it. And sometimes that's a thing, but I just simply presented myself di differently than I did when I was in high school. And all of a sudden, girls liked me. They had no preconceived notions of me. I mean, I was in shape by then. I looked good. I was, you know, I was seemingly more confident. I still stuttered. So I still act actually was shy and it still was really ter terrifying to make phone calls and talk to people and um, ask her girls out but it was but i just did it i just decided i was gonna be different you know but yeah real real quick i learned that girls just responded to me different because i was acting different and i was acting pretty much like every, every asshole that every other girl that i'd been into wanted to date instead of me now you might say especially in this day and age where like, oh, that's toxic masculinity. Well, if that is toxic masculinity, women, I would say it's your own goddamn fault that we feel that we have to act like this. Yeah? Yeah. Keep going, keep going before it, I get my own piece. <laughs> it is your own goddamn fault because most of us just want to like be cool and have fun and be nice and this and that, but that does not work because you guys want us to be Mr. Bad Boy, right? So those of us that figure it out, figure it out, right? Now that's not to say that I'm actually, I'm still a nice guy at heart, right? But I have, but I learned to play the game, right? And the game is something that has to be played because guys, whether you like to play the game or not, women are playing the game, whether they, whether they consciously or subconsciously are, the game is still being played, right? Is this making sense? On both sides. Yeah. yeah. Both play the game. Right, but the guys that play the game naturally are those guys that figured it out when they were young. The other guys that play the game only play the game because they have to. Because if we don't play the game, here's the deal. Life's a game. Whether you like it or not, the game is being played. And if you do not play the game, if you choose not to participate in the game, guess what you're called? A loser. You lose the game, right? So those guys that figure it out, they learn to play the well, game. What if I want just a participation trophy, Brennan? <laughs> no such thing as participation trophies. And participation tr trophies, what those are, is those are the guys that are older. The girl finally had all her fun. Now she's like, okay, I want to settle down with a nice guy that's going to take care of me. He has a good job, this and that. And so then she marries somebody that she's not genuinely attracted to. There's your participation tr trophy. 
where she had all this fun and they had the sex with these guys before and all of a sudden this dude's like why won't my wife sleep with me right well because she's bored because you're a partici- participation trophy we're going further than just the dating game here right <laughs> but that's a thing right so there's a silly game Girls force us to do it, but we have to play the bad boy role or you lose the game. That's just the facts of it. What say ye about that? I have a question for you. Okay. When you decided, when you learned the whole bad boy perspective, what things did you change? Like, how did you become the bad boy? Like, what did you do? I'm just intrigued because you said that you became the bad boy. So I want to know because... He says he's a bad boy, but I see him as a different... I know him a little bit on a deeper level. Yeah? Is that true? Is that true? Okay, I'm going to flip the script, okay? I'm going to flip the script. So... No, I know what you're saying. First, I just first of all, from your First voice. of all, I'll say this. So, like, with Jamie, I was always there for her, been over backwards, do whatever I could for her, right? Um, let's flip the script. What's the famous story you always love to tell people about when we first met? How I lied? No. <laughs> or what? No. <laughs> I don't know. Was I head over heels in love with you? Oh, no. He, I, I like to tell the story because I am a woman who knows what I want and I went for what I want and I got what I want. Right. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Did, did I come on super strong? No, because you're playing the game. Was I even like, did you even think I liked you? No, probably not. Did I break up with you a couple times? Yeah. And did that make you want me more? You may not probably, want to yeah. admit it, but it did, right? Yeah. There we go. Case in point. Now, I didn't, so you did I, that on purpose? No, I, I did not necessarily <laughs> do that on purpose purpose i was engaged with someone else before i was sort of heart broken but still that's my point though had i met you and like oh this chick's rad and just like freaking like dove in head first you would be like whoa back up homeboy right like you didn't want me to be like that girls don't naturally like any guy that just goes in full bore like he's called a creeper girls are turned off super fast yeah but you thought that oh well he's got this other girl, he's engaged like the whole like the whole game was what came into play. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and absolutely. Here's the thing: the game has to be played for forever. It does. Yeah, you it can't ever stop does. playing. Like the game. we've talked about this before, even in your marriage. I mean, we've been married almost twenty years, and we still kind of have to play that game because guess what? The game is fun when you are it's not all, always fun. Well, in marriage, it can be fun. Yeah. Um, it can if also, you're single, it, it's not, can also not be fun too. Sometimes well, to a level, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how hardcore you're playing the game. If you're out <laughs> dating other girls to make me jealous, to make me is, come to you, then that's probably not a good game. I want to play Is that an option. No, oh, no, no, <laughs> But, so I'm going to break it down for you. I, okay. love, I love everything you're saying. Okay. <laughs> it, has a, it has a lot to do with what it's about. But I'm going to break it down and tell you why girls like the bad boys. Okay? Are you ready for this knowledge? I'm going to spit, some, spit wisdom. some wisdom to you. So, 
Here's the thing. When a guy is this nice, sweet guy, um, first of all, in your story, I'm just going to kind of pull things from your story, okay? So in your story, you were being this sweet boy that was always there for this girl, mm -hmm. right? Um, you guys knew each other for quite a long time. You spent a lot of time together. Um, but early on in your relationship, you were put in the friend zone. Oh, I was for friend zone, like instantly. Instantly, right? Instantly. And things that had to do with that were probably that you were not in the best shape because she was on a different level fitness-wise, yeah? Um. I wouldn't say fitness because she wasn't into fitness, but she was but young she was, and she, she was young and she was she smoking was, hot and she had a hot yeah. body, right? Yeah. Not necessarily on purpose. That was just a natural gift. Whether it was natural so or I, not. I wouldn't say it was fitness. Were you, would she look at you and think the same thing? <laughs> no, no, no. I okay. no. She There we go. She had a hot bod because she was young <laughs> and she was like tight and all that, but it was not necessarily because she put in any work, which when you say fitness, that's what I would. Sorry, sorry. She so. was looking good. She looked very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very good. But in her eyes, on the other side of things, you were not on that equal level playing ground, right? No, not at all. Okay. Not even close. So you have that going against you because there are levels in and whether you want to agree with this or not, there are levels of what you can actually cross over to, right? True. But I would say this, though. I saw a couple of dudes that she dated, and they also were not, like, fit either. I'll tell you why. But they were... Are you ready? But but they were... Let's, let's see. Were they bad boys? Let's, let's see if I can say this in a way that's not going to offend, like, a good pop, portion of the population. They were the type that drove certain types of cars. They might have embroidered their own names on the freaking seats. So they had money? No. No? No. They might have came from the east side of town, and where I came from, the east side was not was not the good side. So they were from a better... They might have been doing stuff like this. Oh, okay. They were like fucking gangbangers, right? <laughs> well, they, were, they were bad boys, and, I, and I'm <laughs> trying not to imply that there's like a race that goes on them, because I know that all sorts of people will say something like that, but they were freaking gangbangers. Babe bangers, right? Here's this cute little white girl dating these fr fr friggin' gang bangers from the wrong side of town. So it wasn't because of their wasn't because of their bodies. No, it wasn't because of my body. It was because they they were like the bad boys, right? So I I'm just dispelling the. Yeah. No, no, I'm just no. Dispelling I, the, I'm just setting up like what plays <laughs> into this decision, right? I just like, need to stop being as politically correct as I tried to just be because it's, it was just a mess. Okay, okay. You, all, you guys all okay. know exactly what I meant. Okay, but getting into, getting back to the point of what we're talking about. Okay. So you had some things going against you in the beginning, <laughs> You right? thought wealthy people are ones that embroider their names on their seats of their cars? I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I didn't have people who did that in my age, so you come from a different place. <laughs> Anyways, what, they, I, I grew up in the their, hood in Utah, so brighter on the seats of their Crown Vicks and their Impalas. And yeah, and the people who lived <laughs> in my hood did not do that, so we didn't no. have the money to do that. So you're a, a rich hood person. I, I didn't have the money to, and neither did they. They just had a job. Every well, I don't even know if they had a job. Maybe they sold friggin' drugs as far as 
Actually, I would guess they sold drugs. Oh, well, you know it's a good money maker. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but this goes on to the bad boy thing, right? Hey, so wait, wait, wait! No, we're no, no, no. Proving my point here. No, you're not even letting me finish that. Okay. Finish. Okay. So you had those things going against you in the first place. Add that. Nice okay. guy, not selling drugs. We, <laughs> we've talked before, and actually, the last one probably came from a good part of town. <laughs> We have these things that we can stack up on top of each other. Family, right? where, where both parents live at home. <laughs> yeah, you were this poor child who had this great situation at home. Like, no girl's gonna look at you. No girl's that. gonna be interested in that. <laughs> Negative. Negative. Okay, let's really break it down. What it's really about though. Okay. And it has to do with one word. This whole whole entire conversation can be chalked up to one word. Well, what kids nowadays would call, call it was I was a simp. Well, yeah. That's one. Oh. That's one one word. That's not the word I'm thinking. Oh, of. is it not? <laughs> You're thinking of the other side of it. Oh. You were a simp. I was Sorry. a simp. Well, no, it's true. I know. I know. Yeah, but that's, that's my point. But. Here's the difference between you and those other boys. You and any other guy that you were feeling like you were not the bad boy in. And here's what it really has to do with. And I tell our kids all the time what this has to do with. Because, like, sometimes, you know, as you're growing up, you get into this mode of, like, oh, I'm not going to be good enough. Nobody wants me. I want somebody to like me for who I am instead of trying to be somebody fake or trying to be somebody different. Well, guess what? We all have to play the game, which kind of makes us a little fake and a little different, right? Um, you don't want to be completely fake. I mean, on our first date, I was completely fake. <laughs> I lied the whole time. You don't want to go that far because, you know, I think back on that situation and I'm like, why didn't you think I was crazy and run the other direction? I that did think my... you were crazy, but <laughs> I was, was kind of still time. in love with someone else. I didn't yeah. really care at the moment. I was just trying to have some fun. Yeah. So. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. The thing that separates you from those people was one word. What's that? Are you ready for it? I'm going to blow your mind. You and sure? chalk it all up to this one <laughs> thing. Okay, because here. if you have this one thing, you can be overweight and you can get a girl. You can be... Confidence. Whoa! You came up with it all on your own, babe. Yeah, that was <laughs> predictable okay but here's the thing there's reality in that right because those people but you can be a confident nice guy you're still not gonna get it oh you will you will why why do we see okay let me tell you all the people that i went to school with even in high school or college that were not in the best shape or not or nice and they were just a little different than some of the other kids that were struggling in that mm -hmm. area. Yeah. And the one thing that set them apart was their confidence. You yeah. know why? Why? Because confidence is something that makes you have different interests. It had like they're you put on to be a different person. I'm not saying you're wrong about confidence because surely confidence is a thing. But how many of those confident boys wanted? A longer-term relationship with you, and you did not give it to them. Virtually all of them, because unless you're still seeing one of them on the side, because you ended up marrying me, right? 
How many guys did you date that were super into you and would have liked to marry you? But you know why I was super attracted to you? Because I didn't seem to care. No. That is why. No, you know it what? It is why. You, you're... This is the subconscious no, 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 that comes no, 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 into play. No, no. no. you know what? This is subconscious okay. you, you don't even know. Okay, no, I do. You know why? Because you could be an asshole... Bad and guy. just an asshole bad guy. And I wouldn't want any, I wouldn't have any interest in you. There are people, okay, I have a lot of friends that are like, they might even look at Brandon because they see things that he does or things that like he comes off as this very masculine type. And they're like, oh, well, he fits in the category of being this douchey asshole type of guy, right? Yeah. Can you agree with me that yeah. some people might think that? Yeah. Without knowing you? Yeah. Okay. Does that make them attracted to you? No, but you know what here's, makes that makes the attraction the deal, happen? Though. Let me tell you what makes that attraction happen. We're gonna agree at, in the end of this, but yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear what you have to say. This is what makes the attraction: the fact that you are confident enough to have your own desires in life, to go your own, to be your own person, and me to want to desire right. to and be intrigued about who you are. So here's the deal, okay? So. You want to say confidence is key, and confidence is key. I won't say it's not key, okay? But confidence without some bad boy in you isn't going to get you what you want. You got to be the best of both worlds. And by that, I'm not saying I'm the best, right? There's, there's all sorts of things in life that I lack, right? But you have to be able to do both because a confident, super nice guy is also not going to like be super attractive either. He's still going to get friend-zoned and wonder why. Yeah. Oh, I would like to see an example of this. Give me an example. Our friend in Texas. I'm not going to name names, but our friend in Texas. One of the most confident dudes I've ever freaking met in my life. And also the nicest freaking dude I've ever met in my life. And has had his heart freaking trampled on. I wouldn't see him as that confident guy though he's super confident are you kidding me i was friends with him when he's, we were single i think there's an outgoing and there's because a confidence. He, because he had no bad boy in him he let he was confident and then he let his wife beat him down to the ground because he had no bad he couldn't stand stand up for himself but the dude is super confident well, i could even say that i think there are confident guys that do let their wives beat them down right because the they need a little bit of bad boy in them so they can freaking stand up for themselves yeah. I would instead of you so as, kind, instead of you of asking me to prove it, I I would ask you to prove your side of it. Who is a super nice guy that's super confident and still like doesn't get walked on? And I don't care if it's relationship or business, it's the same way. You've been in sales, you know all the men in sales that are successful have bad boy in them, right? They they're not going to let somebody walk on them. They're going to be they're not going to be intimidated. But you're saying that confidence is a lack of standing up for yourself. No, you're saying that confidence is key, and I'm saying you need to have both. You can't be a super confident, just pure nice guy with no bad boy in you and still expect to get long-term results with relationships. Well, we're talking about relationships. But I also would say business also like comes into play too. 
Because the bad boy side of you is the side of you that does not allow yourself to be walked on. What I would say, <laughs> I see where I see what you're saying, but I think that there's a difference between being a bad boy and standing up for yourself, being a bad boy and being able to like have the confidence to not let people walk all over you. I think when you have confidence, you know how to stand above people and be a leader instead of being walked all over. And that comes through as sometimes a bad guy. And that's my whole point. What I'm saying is I'm not saying that those two things are exactly different. So what exactly are you saying, though? Are you saying that you don't need to be a bad boy to be attractive? No, it's part of... So I think this is what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> because here's the thing. Sheree was the one that came up with this, why do girls love bad boys? And now she's trying to say, like, you don't have to be a bad boy. No. I feel like this is the female <laughs> hindbrain. No, no, like, no, no, no. All, all, all of a sudden, like, defending against it's like no, the death no, throes no. of, like, no, we're not like this, actually. We can't be seen like this. <sighs> It's like the death throes of like, you, we've been caught, but she was the one that brought this up. This was her choice. No, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Is I'm saying that confidence, it's what, did, what plays into that bad boy perspective. Because the bad boys you, are the ones that have the confidence. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's all playing all right. together. Okay. All right. All right. Because you in that place... You did not have any sort of confidence in True. yourself, right? True. But what happened when you were able to switch and think, I've got to play the game. This is where I think but, this is it's colliding, right? Wait, hold on just a second. So when you understand that you have to play the game and you have to have a certain amount of confidence, that's where that bad boy personality comes to play. Those two things mixed together, that's when that happens. And you, you automatically get perceived as a bad boy because you're one, oh, you playing don't. the game, and two, have confidence that other guys don't have. You can be the nicest dude on earth, and if you're at least perceived as a bad, bad, bad boy, you are ahead of the game. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to be an asshole. I'm not saying you have to necessarily be bad. You That's just, what I'm trying yeah. to say. Okay. You don't right. have to be the bad guy, but you got to be the best of both. Those two things together, you do get perceived as if, a bad boy. If you're at least perceived as a bad boy, it's just like this. Okay, let's let's take relationships out of it. Let's take girls out of it. Okay, guys, if you walk into a bar and you're the type of dude that's big and you're strong and you look intimidating. There's a really good chance that nobody's going to mess with you that, that night, right? You're confident, you're strong, like people, like all the guys like look up and like, oh, that dude, that dude looks like a badass, right? That's the same thing that like that same thing plays into girls' minds too. It's just instead of like guys like respecting you because you're big and strong, girls look at you and they're attracted to you because you're big and strong. Or they, they you know, they have that same respect too, right? People just naturally look upon someone like that. However, on the flip side of it, if you walk into a bar and you're this weird little dude and there's a lot of weird little dudes out there nowadays and I have eyeballs, I see it and they walk in. Like I saw this dude in the gym this morning and he's all like hunched over and, and he's skinny. He's like 
walks. He's like super feminine in, in the way he walks and stuff like that. Like people don't look at you the same way, right? There's no masculinity there, right? He might be the nicest dude ever. He might be super cool, but no man looks at him and by default respects him. And no girl looks at him and by default is attracted to him. Okay, you actually just played into my third thing. Okay? Your third thing. There's yeah. a third thing. I didn't no, know there was a third thing. There's three things that play into this. Are you <laughs> okay, ready for yeah. them? What's that? And I like that you said that because that's where I was going to go. So, no, so number one, confidence. Okay, okay. Well, what was two? Number two, playing the game. Okay. Number three, masculinity. Okay, yeah. Those are my three things that make up the bad boy persona that makes women attracted to you. Yeah, I, I do not disagree with that at all. See, I yeah. told you how I, how I would make it all work out. There you go. <laughs> but honestly, like we, we live in a world where women think that masculinity is a toxic thing we constantly are hearing and and this is one of the things i really really am angered about because we have all this social media we have tiktok we have all these things that are playing in our children's ears and even our so we have a son and we have two daughters and the thing that makes me so aggravated about it all is the fact that People are telling my son not to be a masculine man. They're telling my son that he is a toxic man if he has masculinity, if he plays into that nature that is that he's born with, right? Luckily, he does not buy into that no, at all. No, he doesn't. But the fact that it's even being told to our kids is so aggravating. And not only is it being told to our sons, but it's also being told to our daughters, and here's the thing that happens da in that. Daughters who have fathers, by, by the way, right? So I came in one day and I heard my son and my daughter debating toxic masculinity. And he was saying, oh, that's stupid. That's stupid. There's no such thing. There's, there's good guys and there's a-holes, right? And she's like, no, it's a thing, this and that. And I go, hey, listen, your dad is probably the epitome of what people think of when they talk about that. Do you think I'm toxic? And she goes, well, no, of course not. I'm like, okay. So think about that, right? Like, here's what a toxically masculine dude is. Toxically masculine dude is actually a guy who lacks masculinity, okay? Masculine men, they protect the ones that they love. Masculine men are confident, like Sheree said, right? Masculine men... Stand up for what's right. Masculine men are righteous men. The toxically masculine men, i.e. lacking masculinity men, those are the ones that will hurt somebody that are weaker than, than them, like maybe their wife, maybe their spouse, maybe, maybe, maybe their girlfriend. Maybe they walk into a school with a gun because they have no other way to defend themselves or to like make their point because they're weak and they're soft, right? We just had an experience with somebody close to us. The dude's like the, you would think of as the nicest guy ever. Whenever you see him, he's just smiling and he never talks and he just sits back and listens and, and looks like the nicest dude ever. Well, guess what? He's got a fucking dark secret, right? Behind closed doors when he's around people that are weaker than him. Well, all of a sudden he decides to like be strong, right? Well, that's a weak man. That's not a masculine man. Mm -hmm. Um, a masculine man is a righteous man who will protect and serve. 
all those out there that talk about toxic masculinity have it backwards because the toxic masculinity are the soft little weak men that don't know how to protect and serve. They don't know how to stand up, not only for themselves, but for others around them. That's what a toxically masculine man is. A man who lacks masculinity. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox (laughs) and let you finish. No, I think that was beautiful because that's exactly what I was getting at is why there are some people who come off as being this douchebag of a guy. And it's because they actually lack that masculinity that women want, that they're drawn to, that they're attracted to. And we, we live in this world where we play and pretend because of all these feminist viewpoints that we don't want a masculine men. Well, guess what? If you don't choose to be with a masculine men, man, then you're going to end up being the masculine part in your relationship. And guess what? You're always going to feel wanting. You're always going to want more because you, women naturally do want to have a masculine energy within their relationship and they don't want to have to play both parts. And women by default will play the masculinity or the masculine if they have to, right? Yeah. Guys, if, if, if you're not stepping up, she will. And she will resent you for it because that's not what she wants to do. Her nature is not to have to be the masculine. Her nature is not have to not to have to be the head head of the household. If and you put her in the situation where she has to, she will resent you for it and everything will go to shit yeah and that's why we are drawn to the bad boy type because one bad boy type has confidence guess what when you see a man walk in a room and just like brandon was saying and he's like got himself put together and he has this like look that he is that type of man that all of a sudden, like, you're going to notice that man walking into the room. It's, it's super simple, okay? Take it back in the day. Caveman times. Me, Tarzan, you, Jane. Okay? Jane walks into the fucking cave, right? Like, the, the cave bar where all the, like, the Tarzans and his friends hang out. Jane's looking for a partner. Jane's looking for a man. Is Jane going to pick the guy that looks like he can't take on the saber tooth tiger? Or is Jane going to pick the guy that looks like he can? Pretty freaking simple because literally Jane's life depended on that at that time, right? And guess what? Even if you are a woman that can take on the silver, what, saber tooth? I was going to say silver tooth. The, the, the silver bat gorilla. <laughs> the saber tooth tiger. Like, even if you are a woman who can handle that all on your own, guess what, girls? Guess what, women? It gets exhausting to do if it you're, all. If you're a girl that can take on a saber tooth, you got a whole other set of issues because you're not, you're not going to have a lot of guys that are in your dating pool that are going to be interested. <laughs> But here's the thing, like <laughs> we're we, gonna be scared of you. <laughs> we all play our parts, and we all have to play the game. Even men are more are more interested in women who play the game as well. It's not just women who play the game. I mean, it's not just men who play the game to attract women. It's also on the other side of things too. If when Brandon and I met, if I was just super needy and I called him all the time and I was being super smothering and I was being more like 
not playing the game. I don't think that's accurate. No, no, wait. Let me let me prove to you. Are you ready for you this? You can't you can't prove this okay. one because you're wrong about about this. How did I get you back after you broke up with me? Yeah, but but that's not no, the same no, thing. No, it is the same thing. That's exactly how I got you back. It's not the same thing. <laughs> if I were super into you, which I would have been had I not been in another relationship, but like you didn't call me back. I called him back. But that was because I knew I had to play the game. Times. <laughs> Keep going. I'm just saying, had I not that part of that was because I was just fresh out of another relationship. But had I been super into you and like you just instantly were super into me back, I would have thought that was rad. Most guys would. Not all guys. 90% of guys would. The 10% of guys that would not were the ones that, like I said, learned the game from when they were young. They just naturally knew the game. But those, those of us that had to learn the game would just be like, oh, this is awesome. A chick that's not playing games. Oh, but it's so weird how about like half of the relationships I had been in before you, I had to play the game or else they weren't interested in me. You see how it plays on both sides. You think that like you are just this well, man. I don't, that I don't would have be any. Like, I don't have any experience with those guys because I don't know them. Yeah, but, but, but I do know other guys. You. But from I know myself and I know other guys. Experience from experience from a woman. I've also been on the side of not having a man want to be with me yeah. because I didn't play the game right and I didn't have that enough confidence. I like women it probably also just have came... to have that same. <laughs> type of confidence yeah is what i'm saying yeah like like you know i dated plenty of men before you that didn't want to be with me yeah yeah so is that because you were overbearing or just because like you just weren't a good match i think it was because i didn't have the confidence level that they wanted honestly and i wasn't playing the game yeah. i was always showing up when they wanted me to show up. I was always doing the things and I was still sort of playing the game, but I wasn't playing it enough on their level. Yeah. And so this is what I'm saying is there is a game on both sides. That's what your perception is, but I know lots of dudes and I know the way men's mind work and I've had endless amounts of conversations about this. And you don't think I've done the same? You don't think there's lots of women who have been through that same experience? I'm just saying that there might be other things that come into play because okay, tell me those other girls, things. girls like come on, give them to girls me. Girls want <laughs> girls need to play the game. They don't. So here's a definition. You hear like you hear all these girls say, "Oh, that guy's a creeper." This and that. Well, the definition of a creeper is just simply a guy that you're not interested in you flirting with you, right? If a guy flirts with you that you think is hot, he's not creeping on you. But if a guy that's goofy and you don't want him to flirt with you, creeps on you. So it's the exact same thing. So instead of a creeper, the girl is the sweet spirit. The sweet, the sweet, beautiful There's, spirit. There are lots so of girls. Sweet, there are lots of girls. not at your level. There right? are lots of girls that have been into me that I've just yeah. simply not been attracted to. I know. That's my point. Do you think those girls who were want, playing the game were attracted to you? They wouldn't be playing the game so hard if they were super attracted to you. Do you understand? Like we play the game to a level because there's a certain a certain no, level of attractiveness. False. And I'll prove it because you and I have a mutual friend. Okay. That's neat, needy as hell. Okay. He's a good-looking cat, and you know who I'm talking about. Hmm. Okay, I think I do. 
and he cannot. Uh, he he has a g- girlfriend right now, but he can't like uh, up until now for the life of him cannot find a girl that wants to go on more than one or two dates with him because Why? because he's super there for her. He's super nice. There's like zero he's bad boy. Playing the feminine part of the he's relationship. A, yeah. Yeah. But he's attractive though. <laughs> is my point, right? David, let me turn the tables. But Are you, you ready? But you were just <laughs> trying to make it sound like, oh, there's a sweet spirit because they're not attractive. No, okay. he's attractive, but because he's so emotional and he's so okay. this and he's that. But let me that flip he it. Can't seem Are you to ready somebody. for me to flip it? Although he seems to have found somebody for now okay. at least so it's been okay good. but when ready for me to flip it happy for him are you ready yeah what about an overly masculine woman who thinks she's the boss bitch oh no out the fucking hey that's what i'm talking about it's on both sides like what? There, there's what certain aspects because women are not as attracted to him because he plays a men are not part. men are just simply not attracted Attracted to chicks that think they're a boss bitch. And women just aren't attracted to guys who want to be a feminine right. guy. Right. But attractiveness <laughs> has nothing to do, do with it, though. You you were making the point that, like, oh, well, they just weren't attractive or, or attractive. And I'm saying no. No. There are attractive people okay. that are not good maybe, at the game that can still get, like, Maybe I'm, I mistakenly used the word attractive when I meant attracted. All right. Here's the deal. We've talked about this before. If you want to like break it down to like an attractiveness level, men are way more forgiving than than women are. Right? We've already discussed this and there's statistics to prove it. Remember we talked about how on Tinder men will swipe right like 80% of the time and women swipe right like 4% But there's 4% something the else time. that drives that swipe. Right. There's something else that drives no, that swipe. There's no, something not on that... Tinder. It's a picture, right? It's a profile. It's 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 immediately what they see. It has nothing to do with their per, per personality at all, right? It's a picture. Men are way more forgiving than they, than women are. Okay, so let's not let's throw the attractiveness out the door because that's not what we're, what we're discussing here at all. We're discussing bad boys and why girls are attracted to them. This is your topic. You okay. came, okay. came came up with this. There's a game on both sides. And what I'm saying is the majority of men would prefer not to play the game at all. The majority of women, by default, whether they want to or not, subconscious or conscious, play the game, have to play the game, will play the game. And if men don't play the game, they freaking lose. That's my point. And that's like, you think I'm like talking bad on women. I'm actually calling out all the dudes out there that don't want to play the game because there is a big movement. They call themselves incels, right? Involuntary celibates. They've checked out of the game completely because they feel like it's just simply not freaking worth the work, right? Worth the effort. And that's a sad thing because they're not going to have families. They're not going to have Women have also done the same thing and they call themselves feminists. Yeah. When I talk about incels and you're talking about feminists, that is not even close to the same thing at all. Modern day feminists are the ones that think they can leave their husbands at home and go to the freaking club with their girls and go dance and grind up on dudes. No, 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 they're, no, no, no. They're the no, ones no, that are no, like, no, no. read the nipple campaign. And they're no, like, no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The boss bitches are the ones that are like, no, no, no. There's different categories. Modern day feminists are the ones that think they can go sleep around and rack up the numbers and the notches in the belts. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Feminists? 
No, I'm not kidding. Don't even want. Don't even want to be in a relationship. No, what are you talking about? You're not following what what's ca- going on wait, right now. What then. category do those women fit into then? The ones that are all about women's rights and having being above men. Do you yeah. think they're out sleeping around with men? Absolutely. No way. Absolutely. No way. They have. They want nothing to do with men. Not they true men. at all. Not but true. But there's different the categories. Bit. Not true in the least bit. Men just, men just like modern want. day feminists are the ones that think that they can go out okay, and just, okay. just be freaking ran okay. through nonstop. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But what I'm talking about incels are the dudes that, that, that simply cannot get a girl to go out with him at all. And they figure it's not worth the work. And so they check out of the game completely. Those are two different things. Okay. Okay. Completely. If that's the type of guy now, you're are, talking about. Now, there are two different, there are different kinds of feminists, I'm sure. But what I'm talking about is 2023 hardcore feminists are different than what you're assuming they are. And you're assuming they're they're different because you're different. But the ones out there now, the ones that are all over social, the ones that are making posts, the ones that are doing this and that, yeah, they're into some things that you don't realize they are because you don't now, follow I that think, stuff. I think that you're thinking on the level of like what douchebag level of men are, right? No. Yeah, because no. douchebag men... I've heard men them have, say it. No, you're not listening I to what fo- I'm saying. I I'm talking people. about guys. Like I'm saying, if we were to find the equivalent of the type of feminist you were talking about, because there's different levels, that's the, what, that's the level of man, man you're when talking about. When we left about. the church, we had multiple friends, multiple marriages. They all broke up. They all ended in divorce because women became hardcore fit feminists. And what did they do? No man controls me. I get to go sleep with whoever I want. And they were going to be open. They were going to be poly. They were going to do this and that. You've seen this with your own eyeballs in our own friend group. They think they can be free. They can do whatever they want. They don't need a man to control them. And they're going to rack up the, the numbers. Okay, well, that's a different feminist group than what no. I really thought you were talking right. about. Right, but but that's the one I'm talking about is the modern-day feminists nowadays, right? The ones that you see on social all the time, the ones that you see in the news all the time. I'm not talking about women that are just, like, strong and they can have a job and they can provide and they can do all the same shit, right? Of course, we're, we're, we're equal in some ways, right? Well, I'm talking about the ones that got to set themselves apart, right? And the guys that are considering themselves incels are checking out of the game because that is not worth it for them. They just freaking bounce completely. And porn and sex toys is better for them than having to chase after that. There is a movement. Like, I'm not saying that it's... I don't think that that's real. I'm saying that that's what they think. I think, though, that... I think in these conversations, like, there needs to be a realization, okay? Do you know how, like, we talk about how in our relationship, how usually when we're arguing about something or we're feeling a certain way, usually you, if I'm feeling a certain way, usually you're probably feeling the same way. Yeah? Um. If you're feeling a certain way and you come to me and you say, I'm feeling this way, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been feeling that same way. Okay. That happens the majority of the time, right? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I, I think... I know, I believe that there is a complement of, is that the right word? There's complementary complementary side to both men and women. 
Of course there is. Okay, so if you're talking about, what is it, incel, or what do you call them? Yeah, well, I don't call, call them that. They call them okay. that. Okay, well, I have no idea. When I heard the term, I had to look it up to, to, <laughs> okay. to see what, I don't call well, them that. I'm kind of hearing this term for the first time. Right. So I assumed you meant a certain group, but I was wrong in the certain group you were describing. Well, they are but, a certain group. They're, okay. they're a group of men, they call themselves okay. incels, incels, and they, they're involuntary, so celibate means nobody will sleep with them, and so okay. they check themselves out of the game. Okay. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you think there's not a group of women who relate to the, that group of men? All those women out there who've never been in a relationship, who never felt like they I, were needed or wanted by a man. I think that there are very, very few women that could not go downtown tonight and go to a bar and get laid if they chose it's to. It's not that these men cannot <laughs> find a woman. It it's is that, that they, they gave cannot. up because no, they it, didn't feel wanted. They gave by up them. because they could not, right? Now, why could they not, right? Okay, I would be very interested. Like, I would love to go into this group and why? say, hey, when was the last time you tried? Oh, log on. You can go on to Reddit. There's all sorts of pages. Yeah. In fact, I would invite you to do it and yeah. ask them. Okay. And maybe we can have another show about, about that, right? <laughs> it's a ginormous movement out there. This might be the first time you're hearing about it, but this is not even re remotely new. You could go out in there and ask your 17-year-old son about incels, and he could explain it. Okay. Let me, let me just tell you one thing, though. Can I tell you one thing? Sure. This kind of thing has been happening to women for many, many years before just this That new women level. couldn't get laid if they chose to? No, that chose women to? felt unwanted by men, so they decided not to have any type of relationship. How many women, I could name five right now that I know personally that are that fit that category. But those are ones that were married or in relationships. No, and they, they were ones that never, ever got married. I kind of probably know who you're thinking about and there are people that have different social anxiety issues and stuff like that and you don't I'm think that these men have those same no anxieties? i'm talking about this when men will swipe right 80 percent of the time and women only swipe right four and a half percent of the time that is a dramatic difference. Women find the majority of men as unattractive. You take out the fact that men have a stronger sex drive than women, so they will swipe right more than women swipe right. Right, but what I'm saying though <laughs> is if women only sentence. swipe right four and a half percent of the time, that means four and a half percent of men are having all the sex, and, yeah. and the majority of men are not. And now, not only are they not, but they're not at all, right? So there is a giant number. Look up the statistics, and we'll have another show on this. There is such a huge, huge n number of people, mostly men these days, that are not sexually active into their freaking 30s, right? That did not ever happen before until the rise of feminine, feminism, right? This is a new thing. This is within the last decade, right? Huge number of men have zero luck, so they're checking out of it. The United States birth rate is in decline, like to the point that like it's, it's scary, right? We, we, we can't replace us, right? And it's because our social, the, like the way we are, like the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, our social dynamics are all freaking jacked up, right? A man has to work 10 times as hard right now to find a girl that is five times worse than what your grandpa had to do to find a girl, right? 
Like our grandpa, our grandparents could just go out. They could date. They could go to like restaurants or bars. They were in the Navy. They did this and that. And they seem to all find mates, right? No, you know but what? But nowadays, you know what the majority of men do not find mates. And if you want to find a mate, then again, I'm, I'm not necessarily just bat bashing on women. I'm just a bashing, bit. I'm just a bashing bit. on the men out there too because they're simping. They're weak. They're, they're, they're too quick to just check out of the game. And if you don't want to like check out of the game, if you do want to find that, well, you got to step up and you got to do the things. You got to find the job. You got to look good. You got to build some muscle. You got to dress nice, right? This is a thing, right? But we live in this weird ass world where the majority of people in the country are obese. That means attractiveness goes down the freaking tube right away. More women are going to college than, than, than men are. That means they're the ones that are going to wear the pants. They're the ones that are going to step up. They're going to be the boss bitches. And they're not going to want you. The world is back backwards right now. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. Well, the world is wrong right now. But I am saying that it's going in a really fucking bad direction. Men are becoming less masculine. Women are becoming more masculine. And that is not a good mix. And that's never going to work out. Ever. I will agree with that, but there are certain parts of that that I don't exactly agree with. Like what? Well, just the fact that like you have it, you have it. Okay, you're you're talking about a a percentage that's on Tinder, right? Which most of the people nowadays that date are on t Tinder. Not most of the people. There's a most percentage of, of people. I can, the majority. I can of, name single people right majority now that have of never single, even used Tinder. The majority of single pe people. But what are I'm on saying is, numbers. okay, because of a man's sex drive, they're gonna swipe right more often than women, and because women are living in the world where they want quality over quantity, where men want to get laid. Women don't go on these sites just to get laid. And there are a percentage of women who do go on those sites to get laid. But guy, more guys go on those sites to get laid than they do other reasons, right? So women automatically have that thought you process. Think, you think that, but that's not the case. So the type of guys that I'm talking about, the simps, the ones that are just the nice guys... They're not just looking to get laid. They're looking for love. And there, and there is that percentage. And those are the people that we want to like talk to, right? Actually, the ones that the girls are swiping right four and a half percent of the time, I would say that the four and a half those that four and a half percent of men are the ones that are on there to get laid. The rest of them, exactly. for the most part, are looking for love. You know and the what? girls are swiping right on the ones that just want to get laid. And then they're wondering, where are all the nice guys at? Well, you freaking swiped left on them. <laughs> because there's they're swiping on them, right? They're swiping right or whatever direction it is. And then they start having a conversation with that guy. So, and then that guy ends up being a big douchebag because they are swiping no, right on them. No, no, the the top percentage is what we're talking about, right? The the ones that come off as being kind okay, of okay. Well, that first of all, arrogance. you've never been on Tinder. You haven't read the stats, so you don't you no you don't know. What I'm those going... are the guys getting all the action. The ninety something percent of guys that are being swiped left on are the guys with no action. They have to swipe right two hundred times before they get one interaction. I just read this. Most guys have to swipe right 200 times before some, someone responds because they're not that four, four and a half percent. The douchebags that you're talking about are that four and a half percent. That's what I'm saying. And they are the ones you that are- You just literally said what I said. They are the ones 
hooking up in hotel rooms yes. with married women that are on Tinder and stuff like that, right? They're the ones. Why are I, they automatically married? I have a family way? member who, when she became single, she was on Tinder and she started dating this guy and she's like, I think he's married. I'm like, he probably is, right? Because you're swiping right on the guys that are the douchebags, that are the guys that learned the game when they were young. This is what I'm talking about. What I'm saying, though, is the 96% of guys that are probably actually genuinely nice guys but may not be attractive to you, those are the guys that don't have any, any action. Now, it's their fault that they're not attractive. A lot of them, right? I'm not taking that away. I'm just saying this is, this is the way it is. Girls are way pickier than men are, and you're agreeing that men will swipe right because they just want to get laid. But what I'm saying is this, 96% of men are swiping right, and they're genuinely attractive to what they're attracted to what they're seeing. But girls only swipe right to the things they're generally attracted to, genuinely attra attracted to, which is four and a half percent instead of 80%. I mean, these are numbers that don't lie. Like, this is a real thing. I'm not disagreeing with you. So, but what I'm saying is those 96% of men are the nice guys out there who are never going to win. Why? Because girls like bad boys, which is the 4.5% that get swiped right on all, all the time. Yes. Right. And then they end up being what I was saying. Right. Is and, the then the, and then the girls then ask, the where are all the nice guys at? And then 96% of them are like, I'm over here. But the girls don't want them. And this is the whole point. There's, this, this is the point this, of this whole thing. This There's a gap, right? Let's, <laughs> let's agree that there's a gap. Right? But if those guys could learn to have a yes. little bit more bad boy in That's them, what I'm talking about. This is what we're trying to fill talk the about. Gap, right? this you got to take that 4% and the 96% and say what's missing there, right? It's, How, it's that level of quality. I will tell you what's missing. Okay. To the 96% out there. I'll tell you. There are certain things in your life that you cannot control. You cannot control the face that... the good God gave you, okay? Um, you cannot control your height. You cannot control your skin tone, right? But if you're gonna be uh, uh, ugly, be uh, 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 ugly with muscles. If you're going to be short, be short with muscles. If you're gonna be pasty white, be pasty white with muscles. Well, that's too hard. The dress is nice. I don't want to the, have to do that, Brandon. The, the, where's... I want people to love me for who I am. Oh, shut that's up. That's what I want. <laughs> shut, shut up. I'm talking to, the, okay. I'm talking to okay. my boys, okay? okay? And here's my point, right? There are things you cannot control, but there are things you can control, okay? I stutter. I did when I was young. It was super bad. I thought, I cannot control my speech. I'm shy. I'm afraid to talk to women, but I want to date, right? So what can I control? I control what I can control what I put inside my mouth, food-wise, right? So, and I can't control on how I move my body, right? Exercise, right? So here's the thing. Take the things you can't control, your height, your skin tone, your um, way your face is just, just arranged, right? You know, but work out, be strong, dress nice, drive a nice car, do the things, right? Like these are things that they're attractiveness cues. Women will be attracted to those things. If you check out of this whole 
thing and just become an incel, well, guess what? You're just going to fucking lose, right? Your life's going to lose. You're going to lose. You're not going to have any kids. You're not going to have a family. You're going to be miserable forever, okay? So you can do the hard things. You can go to the gym. You can work out. You can go get some cool clothes that look snazzy, right? Buy a car that looks snazzy. You don't got to go spend 60 grand, 80 grand, 90 grand on a car. You can find a used car that somebody took really good care of and it still looks sexy, right? Um, do the things you need to do to get into a job that's going to like provide, right? But step up and do the things. Don't sit in your freaking basement and play games with your friends, okay? Um, married guys. When you get married, don't sell the freaking motorcycle. Don't sell the sports car. Don't give up your cool. We've discussed this before, right? There's all sorts of things you can do to remain cool or become cool. Um, to remain attractive or become attractive. I've been beat, beating up on women half this show right here. But ultimately, it actually comes down to the guys, right? If women aren't attracted to you, well, there's a freaking re reason. And most of the time, you can fix it. Instead of just checking out of the game because it's too much work, well, just freaking man up. Grab your balls. Do, do some work, for hell's sake. You can't expect them to just be attracted to you when you're 90 pounds overweight and you're playing games with your friends in your basement when you're 35 that's not attractive. It's just not, okay? So just because I've been beaten up on feminists, which I do often, I'm also beaten up on men that don't want to freaking try. Because guess what? Again, there's a game. You may not like it, but it's there. And if you don't play the freaking game, you lose the game. You get a big L. That's how it goes. I don't know what else I have to say about that. <laughs> Is there more? I was thinking about something when you were talking about it, but now I, lost I forgot it. You're done? <laughs> well, here's the thing. In a relationship there is still the game and why you have to still keep playing the game is because honestly the thing that i would add on to what brandon is saying is keep your interest so you can keep being interesting part of that confidence level that we were talking about earlier in our conversation has to do with being interesting because people all of a sudden have this confidence because they have some story to tell about themselves. They have something to give to other people because people receive people more when they're giving, right? Like if you're constantly talking and talking and talking, people will get bored of that. But if you have a desire to feed other people with your stories instead of just talking about yourself, find an interest that intrigues other people then you become interesting and you have to stay interesting throughout your relationship like the fact that brandon is has been in this motorcycle club like that could be in marriages that could be very hard that could be something that you resent about your partner or it could be something that you can love about your partner and love that they have an interest and they're still interesting to this day and it's kind of a beautiful thing when you get to be there for your partner. Um, but the game still is being played and, and, it, and you have to keep playing the game. Because here's the thing, the thing that makes that your relationship amazing, you can level up to the next level in your relationship, 
and not be a married, boring couple is understanding that I want to keep things interesting for him and he wants to keep things interesting for me. Like when we go on dates or we go on vacation or we go do, like, do you want to go on a vacation and like regret or dread going on vacation with your partner? Do you want to have anxiety and, and, and not have a good time on your vacation? Or do you want to be excited about being with the person that you're with? And if you just stop playing that game, then you slowly work your way apart from each other. That game still has to be played because you, you still have to win the affection of the person you love over and over again. It doesn't matter. That's what romance is. And a lot of times in relationships, you sit and you wait and you're like, I just, I'm waiting for them to do this thing for me. I'm just waiting for them to be this interested in me. I'm just waiting for them to show up for me. Well, how about you give that? You show up for them that way. You do these things. And all of a sudden, they want to give that back to you. And when you have a partner who wants to work towards making that happen for you as well, and it's kind of a sweet place, and that's kind of how you level up and are different than everybody out there. And that's what it really comes down to. We're, as women, we're attracted to bad boys because there is a confidence level. And it, I'm sorry, but, uh, but confidence is attractive. No matter what age you're at is attractive, even for men and for women. Like when I remember even like I can see it in women, like when even if like even when I'm around certain uh, certain friends of mine that are women, like when they have a confidence about them, like not that I'm like, oh, I sexually desire them, but I'm like attracted to their personality. Right. So that's just another thing that has nothing to do even with your looks. You can have a confidence level, but then what if you stack that on top of like taking care of your body, taking care of your mental health, like taking care of all these other things about you, like taking care of yourself is very important for your partner as well. And I do hate in this day and age where we say, oh, you shouldn't wanna to have to do this for the other person. Of course you don't wanna do everything in your life just for the other person. But when you know that you're number one and you're like going to better yourself because by you bettering yourself, it makes you better for your partner. All of a sudden, like it's this beautiful thing that you guys can have together where you're growing in the same direction. But I think that like in the situations that what Brandon's talking about, sometimes we just give up a little too soon. We give up and and don't want to try anymore because we've been in situations where it was hard and maybe someone put us down or we didn't get too far in a relationship or you're just tired of the game but you gotta kind of make the game fun and you gotta make it continue because I think that's some of what makes our relationship a little bit more fun is when we can be there for each other you you got to look on your face i think <laughs> i think i'm i'm gonna call bullshit on one thing you said and this is okay. a very this is a very again feminist way of thinking i'm not saying you're a feminist but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this for no man i'm not gonna do this for as men or women if you're in a relationship you fucking do everything for the other person yeah no, that's what I'm saying. That's my whole point, think, what I was you think, saying. You think men go down in the freaking coal mine and work in the dark and get the 
It's the black lung, Pop. Right? You'd think they get the black lung just because they want to. No, they do that to support their wife and kids, right? Like, everything we do, er like, everything we both do should be for the other person slash other people in our lives, right? Um, for the most part. Yeah, we have interests that are our own, but still, I mean... It's like I sent I sent Sheree this this uh, this short from I forget her name right now but this girl I've been l listening to on Instagram um, or, or on YouTube but it's like women all the time are like oh I'm not gonna do the dishes for him I'm not gonna cook for him I'm not gonna clean for him she's like what you want a m messy house that's gross right like it's not just for for him it's for both of you right like we're in this thing together we're a team like all these things we do we do for each other right. For the most part, right? When I go out and I go on a ride, it's not necessarily for her. Unless she goes with me, then that's awesome too. When she goes to her book club thing she does, that's not for me at all. That's for her, right? We have our, our own interests, right? But sometimes our own interests do like kind of intertwine. When I go to the gym every day, sure, that's for me, but it's also for her too. When she goes to the gym, sure, that's for her, but it's also for me. When I cook... For the kids or for us, yeah, I'm gonna eat it too, but it's for all of us, right? Like, we serve, like, in a family, in a relationship, we serve. So, like, this mindset that this, this is not a man's mindset, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna pick on feminists again because this is a feminist mindset, but this feminist mindset that, like, oh, I'm not gonna do this for him, I'm not, I'm my own person, I'm not gonna do this for no man. That is a very fem feminist mindset to have, right? And it's wrong. If you're in a partnership, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a family, we're a friggin' team. It's 50-50. Or if the math makes sense, it's 50-50-50-50-50, depending on how many people you have in your family, right? This fact, this thing that we're like, just all of a sudden becoming super selfish nowadays is bizarre and off the wall, I can't, I can't understand it. I don't. I. I don't. I, I. don't understand how people expect relationships to like work long term like that because they won't. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And if you rewind the tape and listen to me, I said I don't agree with this in the way that people think. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I. I know. I know. I, I guess I. Wasn't, I started out by saying I, that I, I don't believe I, in. I that. wasn't <laughs> calling bullshit necessarily on. What I thought you believed, but just the fact that lots of people believe in no, that. Oh, that's what I'm saying right? is I, I that, don't agree with yeah. that way of thinking yeah. because 100%, like the more you give to your relationship, the better you'll get from your relationship. If you think that you can give to yourself and not give to your relationship and still have a good relationship, you are very wrong in that because... I do do everything in my life because I want to have a better relationship with my husband, with my kids, with the people that I love. My whole world is surrounded by that. And if I had the, the type of thinking to where it was all for me, then I would lose everything I love in my life. And that's kind of what I was saying is just that I don't believe in that way of thinking because it does distract from what you really want in life. Yeah. 
And I think this world has come to a point where we're very confused about the things that we really want because we're being told so many different things from so many different areas. But if we really truly like listen to our hearts, at the end of the day, what do we all want? We all want to be loved. We want to be loved by a partner. We want to be loved by our kids. We want to be loved by our parents. We want to be loved by all the people that matter most to us. And when we don't feel that love reciprocated, that's when we most feel the angst in our lives and we're unhappy in our lives. But we strive for that love. So if you're not working towards making that love a greater love, then you're making the choice to work away from that love. Anything that you do in your life is an action towards something. And if you're not making a decision towards making your relationships better, then you're actively making the choice to make it worse. And I think that's something that people don't realize. They always constantly want somebody to take action to give them those things, but they're not willing to give that before they get it. And that's one of the biggest misconceptions in this life is that you have to give before you can receive and not expect to receive. And that's when you get the most fulfillment in your relationship and in everything, I think. so. I like it. I think we should end this thing. Yeah, we got a little crazy. We were we were about ready to fight. We need to get our we seriously need to get our boxing gloves and just lay them on the table every time. I'm just gonna give you spankings upstairs. <laughs> that's all. Well, you know, bend you, you know over my say. knee. <laughs> Teach you a thing or three. Well, end it with a bang. Baby. Peace out. End it with a bang. All right. Yeah. Peace out. Love you guys. <laughs>